All right, good evening, everyone, and welcome to the 360 Sports Show. Finally, at long last, coming to you on a Monday night, our regularly scheduled time. Thank you for finding us here live on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. I am Andrew Pazelli. He is Christian Lauber, and we will be getting into all the biggest stories from the past week in sports. And Christian, I think we should start with the things that we're probably going to be able to move right along through and leave the things that we're going to just sit and dilly-dally on uh, for a little later in the program. So first... Uh, I want to get your thoughts, and if you have thoughts as well, you can drop those in the comment section of the live streams or email the360sportshow at gmail.com. Uh, thoughts on NBA All-Star Weekend and its various products? Um, <clears throat> overall, uh, it's fine. I, I am in and out on the game. Um, uh, it's not a thing that I'll sit through the, the entire way. I'll watch the intros and all the, the kind of like silly stuff. And then, you know, throughout the game, I'll, I'll, I'll kind of ebb and flow. I'll duck out and come back in the dunk contest. I thought kind of sucked this year. Three point contest, I think is always entertaining. Um, and I didn't even catch if there even was a skills competition, but I did not get to watch that. Um, and then the celebrity, I don't tune into. So overall, the weekend, I give it like a B minus. Now that's like maybe a C plus. I think the game itself was actually kind of entertaining last night, and I think the three point contest is fine. But but in terms of like me tuning in just nonstop, it's just not something I'm going to do. So that's just my personal bias, probably. But uh, you know, some some elements of it are are entertaining. But I give you know C plus overall. I I sense some resentment for the celebrity game. Is that just because they haven't invited us yet? Uh, there's a little of that. Yeah, I'll be honest. I mean, if Machine Gun Kelly's getting in there, why can't I get in there, you know? <laughs> Christian Lauber does have a nasty three-point shot, for those that don't know. Um, Steph Curry. Some call me Steph Curry. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna, my lead thing off of the weekend is, first, Steph Curry is an absolute robot. I mean, oh, yeah. they were he was doing this last year, and he does this. What's crazy is he does this in games, too. <laughs> which is like the you know, we see guys do yeah. things in you know skills competitions or dunk contests or the all-star game that no one would do in real games no Steph does shoot from like half court in games too uh and make them uh he kept heat checking himself and then they just kept going in so he had to keep taking more um a record amount of threes uh for the all-star game but he's just not a robot at all I mean if you're gonna watch the game that was probably the most just the the shooting display, and it, it made me think a little bit about, you know, we've had this discussion about where's the NBA going and the three-point shot, and Steph getting that record. Is this the last time that that record's going to, like, mean something? Um, I know I've kind of said, like, Reggie Miller, Ray Allen, like, those are two also just incredibly great three-point shooters. Yeah. Uh, I think maybe more all-round player, like, because of what they those guys could do defensively, too. Um, you know, better two-way player uh, than Steph is. Um, Steph is obviously more than a three-point shooter than those guys were. You know, he can handle the ball and, and the things he can do you know, as a as a point guard. And I've wanted to know, like, if Ray Allen or Reggie Miller played in today's league, what numbers would they have put up, right? Getting to shoot, you know, back, you know, even Ray Allen, which wasn't a long time ago, you maybe only took, like, 10 threes as a team. <laughs> sure. At yeah. times, now you got guys themselves taking ten. 
So I think that debate could be had, like if Ray Allen played today and played through the same period, or Reggie Miller played through the same time period as Steph Curry with the game the way it is. What would the numbers look like? Debatable. I cannot debate. Nobody touches Steph's range. It's sick. And and it's not like guys, it's not like he's heaving back and throwing it like a quarterback. He's just shooting from 45, 50, effortlessly. Feet, 50 feet away, effortlessly. And he's not banking it in. It's not ugly. It's just thwap. Nothing but bottom. Done. Um, so his his display was just amazing. Um, I agree with you. Dunk contest, dud. And why is it dud? No stars. The stars don't want to do it. It's like the Pro Bowl. Who wants to go? <laughs> How can you fix something like that, though? Well, I mean, Stephen A. wants to have a national, like, you know, dunk contest, and we just go out and find the best dunkers who, honestly, yes. There's I think pe- that would be better. There's people who dunk better at Wilson Park and Boone Street and everything <laughs> than, than were dunking last night in the game. I know some of them. They would, they would have put on a better show than what we got last night, which was watching NBA players who aren't dunkers. Struggle to dunk the ball. We don't want to watch guys struggle. We don't want to see guys take five tries. We want to see somebody nail yeah. something crazy on the first go round. Um, it was just, I mean, and, and I like Abby Toppin. Like he's he's my boy. But I don't know. There was just no flair for last night. Uh, and it was, I mean, Stephen A. said, I agree, a national embarrassment for the game of basketball, the worst dunking outing in the history of the sport. Um. So yeah, I mean they got to do something because this sounds is, like hyperbole, but I, I I understand the point. This this it's a trend, right? The game this, the the dunk contest has gotten worse and worse. Honestly, since you robbed Aaron Gordon, once you did that twice, he got robbed twice. Dwayne Wade, man, that's the curse of Dwayne Wade. Since since then, the dunk contest is even because it was going downhill and it was starting to come back, and uh, it's downhill again. Yeah. Um. So I don't know how you fix it. One thing I hope they never fix. I love it for the All Star game. I don't know if it'll ever go beyond this. Adam Silver wants to have his in-season tournament and all that stuff. Um, the Elam ending. I love it. I, I, I think it's – and you can see what it does. It, it, it makes basketball kind of more of its purest form. We're mm-hmm. not intentionally fouling people. You know, uh, you still get buzzer beaters, and you still have 24 seconds to get a, to get a shot. Um and you know it, you can have how exciting is it to have at at some point? Hey, next next shot wins, like that's exciting. You still have excitement. Um, I don't know if it'll ever become a part of regular season games or you know real game games that matter. Um, but I like it. It removes a lot of what's awful about the last two minutes of a basketball game, which is hack 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 hack. Free throws. So keeps it keeps basketball basketball. I don't know your thoughts. Yeah, I don't know about a real game. I think it's good for the All-Star game. It's definitely helped the All-Star game and made it more compelling than like playing four quarters where three, three and a half, three, three and three quarters of those quarters, nobody tries and they're all just kind of, you know, it's like a, it's kind of just a show entertainment. Uh, and then they try in the last like five minutes. This kind of makes it more compelling at the end. Not that guys are like going all out or trying to injure themselves or anything like that, but it makes it more compelling, keeps it interesting and uh regular season games i don't know we'd have to debate that more but um for the all-star game i like it yeah it's exciting it's and and you know what as opposed to where the dunk contest where guys like don't want to be a part of it you have john morant who's literally one of the best in-game dunkers and is a phenomenal athlete being like eh, no no interest 
the players get more hyped up during the Elam ending. Yeah. You know, because it's back to your, it's just back to like pickup days. Um, and the intensity was there. Um, right down to the end, which of course, in Cleveland, game ends with the ball in LeBron's hands. And talk about, again, like, it mattering. I mean, Joel Embiid had a legit, like, he came to double and closed out LeBron. Like, this is legit. That was mm-hmm. not a, like, all-star, like, mm, put the hand up. No. He, like, came to, like, jump on top of him. Of course, LeBron hits the shot. Wins the game for his side. In Cleveland. Uh, all week, because now, is it him just, you know, throwing a bone to Cleveland? We're in Cleveland. He wants to say nice. He says, never close the door on returning to Cleveland. Um, Even if it's for one day, that's probably what he means. Hopefully, because I was going to, I wanted to know if, because now LeBron has never done what some of these other stars have done. James Harden, right? Uh, I don't want to be in Houston anymore. I know I just signed a big deal, but I don't want to be here anymore. So trade me. And here's right. where LeBron's never done that. He honors his contracts. He plays them out. And then he might, he just does what he wants. As is his right to do. Um, if he wanted to go back to Cleveland again, would that be good for the NBA? Would it be good for him to go back there? Does it even have any weight anymore? I'm coming back to Cleveland. Now it's like, why? Because they have a good young team that you could win a championship with? Yeah. Would it, it, would, it, would it be? I don't think it would be a good story anymore. I... I think the only place it would be a good story is for Cleveland themselves because they'd be happy to have him back probably for everything outside. I just like, I don't care anymore. Well, I mean, but would they, would they even want him? I mean, Hey, uh, we'll, yeah, we'll you think yeah. we'll have to get, that's, a, well, that's like saying Tom Brady comes back to the Patriots or something like that. Yeah. A hundred percent. That's different though, because the Patriots don't, I mean, they don't have that level of quarterback yet, right? And we still think that Tom can be well, okay, a Super Bowl winning quarterback. Let's not go too far with the Cleveland Cavaliers yet, okay? They're they're playing well this year. They're probably another year or two away. Okay, but do you gonna what? <laughs> Say okay, do what the Nets did. Let's ship these guys away, and you know we'll we'll get LeBron back. I mean, if he wants to come cheap, sure. I don't think they're going to be like, all right, let's carve out forty million dollars so we. No, can... no, no. It wouldn't be. It wouldn't be something like that. It would be something like the end of his career. Who knows? Maybe they trade their life worth of picks and players for Bronny, and they, the LeBron and Bronny, go back to Cleveland together. Hey. Well, hey, hey that, that was my conspiracy theory was that the Cavs do that, on. but that was that was before they like started getting good here. Um, yeah. I don't know. I think if you're Cleveland, like, don't you? Wouldn't you feel dirty? Like, oh, we just. We can't ever do it without LeBron. Like, I, he came back. He did you a solid. Now I think, like, wouldn't you want to show that you don't need him anymore? Like, it's fine. He came back. Then he left again, and everybody was, like, kind of okay with it. It's time to move on. I'm wondering what this is all about. This is why I love Twitch. It doesn't yeah, even yeah, show. Yeah. Squid one, two, three. Squid two, three. <laughs> Fantastic. Good old Twitch crew. Twitch crew. We love you, Twitch crew. Um, I think it would be. I think it would be bad for the NBA just because it just. Meh. But granted, I wouldn't be. Sh- How about this, Christian? Would you be shocked? No. <laughs> but I also like. Here's where I'm coming from. This is why I say like, it's not a bad thing or a good thing. I just don't care anymore. I don't think anybody cares. He already went back there. He won a championship, and then you know they went their separate ways. If he comes back again, say at the end of his career or something like that, for a final year or two. Does anybody care except for Cleveland? I don't think so. 
Yeah. It's not like another you, you don't get two homecomings. This is not the way it that's works. That's what that's what I'm saying. Like I, I can't so so we agree. We're saying it in different ways. Like I don't understand what the allure would be for for LeBron. You know, he's in LA because he want didn't he want to go there to be like yeah. a business guy and grow his brand? You're gonna what? Go back to Cleveland again? Now yeah, I feel like sense. you're kinda ruining your image. Um, which is something I think he's very conscious of. Um we'll have to get uh resident Cavs fan Zach Weiss up here on the show and get the actual Cavs uh you know he runs the across the Cavs podcast we'll have to get him on here and see what the what is the what is the wine and gold uh take would they want LeBron back it be I bet you it would be split I think if they're be not split. trading for him if they're not trading for him and they're strictly just signing him to like 20 million bucks 15 million bucks at the end of his career I think Anybody that says no, they're freaking lying, hundred <laughs> percent. We'll have to we'll have to find out. Um, so let's talk while we're on the NBA. Uh, last show we did, um, which was all not that long ago, it was a Wednesday show after the Super Bowl. Um, we were discussing uh, the trade deadline and the NBA and the Boston Celtics with Matt Murphy, who we appreciated him coming on to break all that stuff down for us. Meanwhile, the Celtics were playing the Detroit Pistons, riding a nine-game win streak, leading in the game, and stunk it up for the last, like, four minutes of the game. And Oh, by the way, the Pistons were on, like, a seven- or eight-game losing streak, so, yeah, yeah not ideal. Yeah, uh, and so they lose that game um, to head into the All-Star break, so they don't win ten in a row. They win nine nine in a row and then lose and have a sour taste in their mouths heading to All-Star Weekend. Christian, is it good or bad that they lost that game? Uh, or does it really – we'll have to wait and see here to know whether it was good or bad. I don't think it's a great loss because of how bad the Pistons are and how good you were playing. Um, <clears throat> I would say it's not great. However, the sample size here in the last couple of months is bigger than just the nine game win streak. They're about 16 and four in their last 20 or, you know, 16 and five in the last 21 now. So let's see how it looks coming out of the Ulster break. If they, you know, lose two out of three here quickly, then I mean, look out. But uh, as of now, it was a bad loss in my opinion, but uh, I'm not losing sleep over one loss before the Ulster break, especially if they come back and they start rolling again. If yeah. they don't, then you're in trouble, and then you have to, you know, question it. But, um, you know, if Rob Williams and, and Smart can get back on the floor, it'd be nice because I think they need those two guys. Um, those are two key pieces for your roster. And so now you have to – I mean, this is where the season starts here, right? You're almost towards the top of the standings. It's not like you're way out of it. So you could easily make the top three, four in, in the conference. So – this is really where where it happens. Yeah, uh, Colin now, in the comment section Colin with his bias. Tatum is bad. Take pretty gross. Almost as bad as Tatum's performance in the All Star game. Um, hey, I would rather Tatum play bad in the All Star game and good in real games. I mean, I in a way, I think it was good that Jalen Brown didn't get it. Uh, I think for the for those guys, I would have been fine if Tatum didn't get it. Honestly, he probably got it because they went they they had a, a good you know late January, early February. Um, but prior to that, I don't think either one of them deserved to be all deserved. Reputation goes a long way, gets those guys in once you're NBA. in. Um, but uh, I didn't think that for a while there that either of them deserved. And I thought it would have been good for them because that we, we figured that's what means more to these guys. 
getting getting these accolades, yeah. and maybe maybe that smacks some sense uh, into them. I, I just think those two guys were playing very well before the break. So I, I don't. I could give two poops about the All Star game. I don't know. Like if you come out and win another five games in a row, then then you're cooking. But the All Star game means absolutely nothing. Yeah, I mean, you you hope that, like I said, you don't want to break the spell, right? It looked like no, the team was no. locked in and focused, and they were doing it with defense and hard work uh, and sharing the ball. And this is why I say I want to see what it looks like coming out, right? Because that's a bad loss to Detroit, no doubt about it. And now, if you come out of uh, out of the All Star game here, out of this little break, and you just start losing games left and right, like before that nine game win streak or before those, you know, that's twenty game set, then you're in trouble. And I think you just go back to being that team that's just endlessly frustrating because we've seen the potential. You can win nine games in a row pretty handily, and most of them, and you've played good teams. Yeah. And then you just falter back. I mean, that's just not a good look. You got to come out here and you got to start rolling once again. Yeah. I mean, right now, currently the sixth seed in the Eastern Conference, two full games back behind the Bucks, Cavs, and Sixers. And so you're two games away from leaping from sixth to yeah. third. Uh, and then the Bulls and the Heat above you by another two and a half games. Um, so it's real close. I mean, those top six teams, Raptors somehow fought their way out of the basement now. Uh, they're the seventh seed. Uh, the Nets, who obviously have been tumbling, um, seven games out of first, you know, they're how many games in the playoffs? They're only two and a half games away. The Nets, the Brooklyn Nets, oh, sorry, no, they are three and a half games uh, away from just being out of the playoffs. Yeah, That's crazy to think about, um, given even with that trade, the talent, you know, I'll say in a way, the talent they have now. Um, getting rid of Harden and adding Curry uh, and, and those guys. So, But if you uh, ask me, you're, you're the Celtics. You're coming out of the All-Star break against at Brooklyn, at Indy, at Detroit. Three pretty winnable games. Uh, D- Goran Dragic is not going to save the next season, to my knowledge. <laughs> I, I wouldn't think. Uh, no. You should probably go 2-1, and 3-0. and oh. I, I think 3-0 and oh is is like I would like to say you have to go but on the road I would say at least two and one out of those three games yeah I think if there was one to lose and you'd you'd be like well okay it'd be the Pacers yeah second night of the back-to-back because you've got to imagine it you'd hope there's some fire and vinegar and they want to absolutely romp the Pistons the way they romped the Sixers uh you know before the all-star break win by 50 um you know I want to see them Beat the Nets, beat the Pistons, and whatever they do against the Pacers, it's you know you know regular season second night of back to back. That'd be what three games, four days. I get it. It's fine. Um, you should be rested. You're young. <laughs> yeah. Um, you just had the you just had a nice break. Um, but yeah, I would expect those guys healthy too. Yeah, I, I would expect winning. If I if I if you told me I had to win two. I want the Nets and the Pistons. Start two and zero. Gotta. You just build back that. I agree. Yep. That that good mojo. Um. So yeah, we we talked about the buyout market last week. Uh, Dragic. Uh, yeah. You you don't think? <laughs> Brooklyn's just doing the same thing they were trying to do last year. It's just all. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a hobbled Kevin Durant, no Kyrie Irving at home, and spare parts along with Seth Curry. That's it. Yeah, and all these guys still want to go there. I, I don't. I don't know. They they saw it last year, but 
the same. It's Millsap, Aldridge. All these guys wanted to go there. Uh, Blake Griffin, because they're trying to, you know, hitch themselves to Durant, I guess, right? Yeah. If he's healthy. But uh, yeah, I like Dragic, but I, I just he's not the say he's not the end all be all. If Durant's not healthy, the Nets are not going anywhere. I mean, that's just factual. Agreed. Um, I always peek at the breaking news because there's always something it seems. Uh, that we miss. Oh boy! Well, this is this is slightly breaking news. Uh, I I didn't notice this picture. We'll put this on the live stream. <laughs> Let me go ahead and get this. Uh, Paul Pierce just posted this. To to my surprise. Oh, with Ray Allen. Yeah. Here we go. And KG. Yeah. All of them. All of them together. Smiles. I mean, Rondo and KP aren't there, or Big Baby, so you don't actually have the whole gang that was really up in arms about uh, about Ray Allen. But I mean, that's going to be the first public picture of the three of those guys together smiling in a while, right? Yeah. Surprising. 100%, yeah. Very surprising. Uh, the two to the left-hand side. Yeah. So um, with that being the case, uh, we are going to get along uh, to Hot and Not. It's time for hot. Hot. You want to talk about hot. Hot. Please stop doing that. Doing what? Continue. Go ahead. And not. God, is he a moron. Oh, my God. He doesn't shut up. It's so stupid. Stupid decisions. Dum-dums. The naughtiest knot of the year. Oof. Suck fest. Suck sauce. On the 360 Sports Show. All right, Christian. Hot and not. Up and down. Good and bad. What do you got first? Uh, I just posted that for you. Now, I mean, look, we all we already knew. I thought, I know, I know this beef was between Allen and Garnett, but the clip is still funny, so I'm just going to use it anyway. I will. Uh, I could up. easily say Steph Curry is my hot, but uh, I just thought it was funny. Even though I thought before this picture that you just showed, I saw that earlier. I thought this beef had ended a while back because they had all gotten together, but Kevin Garnett's reaction to Rayon walking by, obviously Braun is thanking him for that championship. That he got <laughs> uh, KG's reaction compared to everybody else is just hilarious. I, I just thought it was funny, and obviously I don't think they have any beef anymore, but I... Uh, no. I just... Kevin Garnett's an all-timer. I just... I love the guy. So I saw this, and I said, you know what? I, I think it's just perfect. Just the way things have gone the past, what, 10 years between yeah. these guys? Uh, it's just like everybody's clap. Pierce is clapping. Nice little golf clap. LeBron's like, thanks for the title. Garnett's like, mm, let me clap at the end of this. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you were going to draft, this would be fun. Draft the all time, all petty NBA team. I think, I think KG would be up there. He'd be on. <laughs> I think, I think probably, I bet you Paul made him post with that picture. Like, man, we got to play nice. We got to, we got to forgive. KG probably <sighs> would hold a grudge for a long time. I agree. I don't know if Paul. I think if he's not going to want to, if he doesn't want to do something, he's not going to do it. <laughs> Pierce, well, maybe he was stoned. <laughs> maybe that. Yeah. I mean, Pierce he, has some stuff. So <laughs> Pierce also, though, in this, uh, I got to try and find. There was another good picture uh, of right. It's kind of like right there. It was of them both, you know, freezing. And it was like you know, KG and Paul Pierce look like they're trying to meet Ray Allen in the parking lot after. Um, Paul's uh. KG still looks really good. We'll put it this way. KG still looks like he's in shape. Uh, Paul Pierce is becoming a shape. (laughs) 
That's that's all I'll say on that. No further analysis needed. Yeah, one of those guys is enjoying retirement a lot more than the other two. Yeah. Um, Which is fine. I mean, uh, how long was he in shape for? I, I mean, yeah, he was never necessarily, like, the slim guy. Um, he he was always kind of more of a, a, be, a beefy guy. Um, but definitely, I mean, we know. We've seen the IG the lives. Kids, the kids would call that thick, wouldn't they? Thick with yeah. two Cs. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we've seen the IG live videos. We know Paul Pierce is enjoying himself, having a grand. True, yeah, old I, forgot. I wasn't time. even thinking about that. Yeah, having a grand old time. Um, my hot for the week uh, is the Brian Flores news. Uh, obviously, his lawsuit still wide open. Class action suit. So far, no one else has decided to join on with him, uh, but he's been hired by the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, bravo. Makes a lot of sense. One, another minority head coach, you know, throw throwing uh, floors a bone. Like I think I think that there's there's probably an element to that. Um, uh, you know, all this debate over the Rooney Rule, well instituted, you know, named after <laughs> the Roonies. Uh, so they're the team that scoops him up. Um, it's it, whatever the reasons are. It's good for the Steelers. I mean, I think he, he's that's a guy that's certainly qualified to be a head coach. That's going to be an assistant defensive coach on your staff. Steelers are much better today than they were yesterday. That team gets a quarterback. That's a dangerous team. And I think it's great that Flores has landed on his feet. He can continue his fight and be in the NFL, which is precisely what we all want to see. He should be in the NFL, 100%. So whether the lawsuit, I I, I have a feeling he's not, it's not going to go anywhere. I mean, does it ever with these, with these things with the NFL? No, but... Uh, it's good anyway that he's doing it. And number two, the better part is that he's still getting a job. I mean, the guy should be in the league as a coach. Whether you want to say head coach or not, uh, you know, you could debate that. But uh, his track record speaks for itself. Uh, he was a pretty good assistant here. He was a pretty good head coach for a crappy Miami team, even though he was told to lose games. Uh, uh, rumor, rumor, rumor. But um, yeah, allegedly. Good coach, and he helps – pittsburgh immediately it's not like he's just going to come in there and he has to learn i mean he has to learn something about their system but as a defensive guy uh i think we know what uh what he's capable of as a coach um getting to the knots we do have breaking news because i know we have the same knot michigan to suspend men's basketball coach juan howard for the rest of the regular season for striking opposing coach during handshake line after game in wisconsin that's rather surprising. I thought he would straight up be fired because both of our knots for this week is that whole incident last night. Uh, I will, I'll find a video of it. For those that did not see, uh, but Juwan Howard basically upset over Greg Gard calling a timeout late in the game. He didn't. He had his backups in. He didn't want to, something about four. There's four seconds for them to get the ball over half court. He wanted to call a timeout and get him into the front court. Some you know whole thing. And uh, John Howard didn't like it because it was late in the game and it was a big lead. And those two basically exchanged words uh, in the handshake line. And then guard tried to, like, keep uh, his, you know, uh, Howard's attention and, like, grabbed him by the elbow. And then it turned into, like, a big argument. And then there was, like, a whole fist fight. I think it was an afterwards. assistant coach, though, wasn't it? It was an assistant coach who ended up being the one who got hit. Um, so let's let's see here. Do, 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 do. <laughs> I heard somebody talking last night. I'm like, listen to the radio. I'm like, this Jawan Howard, the punch. And I'm like, 
Are they pulling up like something from like his past? Like what is, what is, what are they talking about? So let's run this here. So final seconds are are are, are ticking down. All right, everybody's you know, and this is great. CBS is like, all right, da 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 da. da. We're going to break, getting ready to go to commercial. Here's our sponsors. Greg Gard, thank you. How are you doing? All right, where's where's Coach? Oh, here are the players. So here's John Howard. He's kind of not even looking at him. And the guard grabs his elbow there. These two kind of start getting into each other's face. So they're now really jawing. And, like, people push him away. And there's an assistant coach here who kind of gets in the way. And bam, right there. Kind of like a slap, just about closing the fist, something. Uh, yeah. The assistant coach gets hit. And then, obviously, hey, guess what? Your coach starts fighting. We're going to war, boys. Everybody else joined in. So, obviously, not a good look for for either side. Um, but for Juwan Howard, I'm I'm stunned that he has a job. I really am. Uh, you know, suspending the rest of the year. You know, you must really, really want him to still be your head coach, really bad. You know, for for you to say, well, we'll suspend you for the whole year. Instead of firing you, yeah, I don't know. Surprising. Your thoughts on this whole this whole ordeal? Something you don't often see, which is coaches throwing bows. Yeah, I, uh, look, I think Howard overreacted. I think that's pretty clear. Like major overreaction. I think Guard is kind of, you know, I don't know. I think he's involved here somewhere. I don't know where you want to put him on the list. He's not going around open hand slapping guys or punching guys, but I mean, it's kind of a you know. I don't know what you want to call it. When the blood is already up and he was already kind of animated and you're like trying to, like, you see that happen? Guy's handshake. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, see ya. And they just blow by. He tried to, like, keep him. Stop him. It's like he wanted to get, it's like, that was probably a bad idea. Does that mean you or your assistant coach deserves to get whacked? No, of course. But I'm (laughs) just saying, like, dude, shake his hand, don't say anything, and just walk on by. Yeah. Because you know he's already pissed off he's just gonna what are you trying to accomplish there by pulling him by the shirt and then howard grabs him and it just escalates from there i mean howard obviously is at the top of the list there you just can't do that uh but i don't think guard should be like you know nolan void he wasn't involved at all he was he's fine clean no i think he's kind of involved there yeah yeah absolutely uh bad luck for basketball i mean it's one of those things you you never want to see, say, a great game or a good game or two good teams. At the end of it, something turns ugly in any sport, you know, um, especially, you know, the, the collegiate level. And those are the types of things that can that can ruin good games. It's more stunning that it was the coaches <laughs> yeah. um, that, that, that it happened because that is something you never see. And it was going to be fascinating to see uh, the result. I mean, I saw Michael McCann, you know, UNH Law posted a thing. Right away this morning, uh, saying uh, would be pretty easy. Both of these schools could fire these coaches with cause. Hundred percent yep. ties right there, easy peasy. Uh, I I don't know. I haven't seen anything yet about from the Wisconsin side. It's been Jawan Howard getting all the attention. Yeah, I haven't either. Um, so, oof. but that was uh, that was that definitely grabbed the knot list this week. There must have been something else that was bothering me from this past week, but I have since forgotten because that just that just took the cake. Um so that is hot and not. Yeah, um, I would have I would have gone NHL player safety if not for that. But outside of uh For what? What we'll we'll, we'll we'll explore. We'll, we'll we'll peel it back a little bit. Why the <laughs> NHL player safety? 
Uh, Yanni Gord, um, who laid a hit. I don't know if you watch. I believe it was back in nine, and he hit the other day in the Bruins game. That's how that's how I saw it because I was watching the game. But uh, pretty borderline hit. It was questionable. No message from player safety about a suspension or anything like that. So hit from behind. Okay, so that's fine. You know, you give him nothing. And then, like, two days later here now, three days later, he hit uh, Shifley, member of the Jets, and then all hell broke loose on the ice <laughs> because of the hit, and still nothing. So it's just like NHL player safety to me is just they're they're barking up the wrong tree in terms of we're going to suspend Martian. Obviously, he's a repeat offender. I know the whole thing. Uh, and everybody hates him, so they're they're biased. So he gets six games, uh, and then we're still having guys running around, like jackasses is hitting people from behind. So it just makes no sense. There's just no level of consistency from from player safety. So that would have been uh, on my list had uh, had Juwan Howard not, you know, decided to become a boxer for a day, <laughs> for a moment, that one shining moment. Um, I. I... The one thing about the NHL player safety, it's weird. Like they are one of the most transparent, like thing. You know, when it comes to handing down the suspensions and analyzing a play and giving you, this is why this meets this criteria. This is what happened. Here's all the reasons we have, and this is why the suspension is happening. I think they're really great with that. They used um, to be. They used to be. Brendan Shanahan was really good with that. Since then, mm, and it's not great. it's tailed off. And like you said. The consistency of even who they're deciding to discipline yeah. has eroded. Um, not good. Blech. Um, so, anyways, uh, let's talk a little NFL. Uh, and we will, we will discuss the Patriots because we really did not spend a lot of time discussing them last week. Uh, and we've had some more things uh, happen since. The biggest questions around this team, I think, coming into next year... Um, there's what you're going to do you know, to supplement the team. You feel like you have a good team. Do you keep J.C. Jackson? Do you franchise him? Do you trade him? How many players on defense do you draft? All of that. But it doesn't really matter if the people coaching the players, because we know coaching matters in the NFL, are not competent. Are you worried, Christian, about the direction of this Patriots coaching staff? Bring on back Joe Judge. Matt Patricia, you might be coaching offense. We said bring Brian Flores back. That's not happening now. Are you concerned about who will be on the bench for this Patriots staff this year? Hell yes. Uh, I don't know how you can like what they're doing right now. There's there's no name in there that's like, oh, wow, they got, they got a good one there. Uh, like a Flores, like someone like that that they're bringing back. No, it's all guys from... I guess past Patriots years who were decent, but the problem is Patricia was a defensive guy. I think he started on offense years ago. Then he shifted to defensive coordinator and sucked, absolutely sucked at it. Then he torched the Lions uh, organization as a whole and got blown out of there and he came back to sit up in the booth one year. And now he's going to be the O-line, supposedly? Yeah. I don't know how you can feel good about that. Same with Judge. He's going to be... He went from special teams to the Giants, sucked there. Now he's going to come back and coach the quarterback, the young rookie quarterback that you're putting all your eggs, you know, you're putting all your eggs in that basket. So Joe Judge is going to be the quarterback's guy now. I, I just and this is all reported by I think it was Albert Breer who's who's kind of and Zoe said something on on local radio here as well. 
to this to the same effect here and it's just there's a lot of questions I, I just think it's like bill bill thinks this is like 2009 he can just coach it up uh what's around him and also tom brady's just gonna save the day well you don't have tom brady and bill is uh, he questionably losing his fastball i don't know whether that's the actual case we'll see here in the next year but it's just i have a lot of questions about this team number one from a talent level on on defense just players across. I think their offense is, you know, somewhat okay, but the defense is already not great. They don't have a coordinator there. You know, uh, Matt Judon was on radio and he said, you know, we know who calls the play Steve, but coach Mayo runs the meeting. It's just, it's an absolute cluster. I, I, I don't know what's going on. And now on the offensive side of the ball, now that McDaniels is kind of yanking people out of there. Um, look out. I, I do not like Joe judge being, point a for mac jones i i just have no faith that that's gonna work you wouldn't be happy with like quarterback sneaks on third and nine uh you know only within your own 10 yard line <laughs> yeah we almost had him uh normally i'd say you know hey bill's one of the greatest coaches ever and what makes him great is that he coaches the coaches the Patriots have always just replaced from within. Take the next guy, bring him on up. Bill maybe helps him along. You coach the coaches. The coaches coach you know their area, and he can kind of oversee things. It feels now, though, like that base is gone. It's eroded. And so guys maybe you're bumping up or aren't going one rung. It's like bring five rungs. <laughs> you were filling water bottles last year. Guess what? You're running You're the wide receivers coach. <laughs> Um, that's what it feels like. Uh, and I agree. It's, it's concerning because what, what it's going to do is it puts more on bill to like have to sit there. And like we've heard about Bruce Arians doing, take the red marker and go through Matt Patricia's O-line game plan or, you know, Joe judges offensive scheme. And it's like, dude, no, can't do this. And it's like, Oh wait, no, Steve. No, we don't. That's not the way we want to play cover two. Gerard. Jerry, can you show Steve? That's not. That's for the Jets game, not not the Bengals game. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, no, Joe. No, we are not. I don't want to see this no quarterback offense thing. I don't. Can you put it, uh, Matt? Why is why is Matt Judon in the backfield? No defensive. You want coach defense? Go play. Go coach defense. I I just think it's gonna put way more on Bill. And at seventy years old. Is that what we want? Do we want Bill having to be spread like, you know, an ounce of butter over a loaf of bread? No. We want him to be able to just, like, sit there and take everything in and be the tactician that he is. Not have to worry about, you know, tying somebody's shoes. Ugh. I'm worried. I'm concerned. Yeah. However, if they somehow can get Bill O'Brien, sure, I think it fixes a lot of problems right away. 100% it helps, right? But I still... I'm sorry. Maybe I just have like something against Matt Patricia. I just I don't know what he does well. I just I have yet to see anything he does well. Grows a beard. Yeah. He has mastered the beard with the pen in the hat look. And what does that do for the players and uh, the um, game? What does that do for the game? Nothing, but it looks good. All right. So all right, that, that you know that's fair. So as long as it looks good, who cares what it looks like on the field? Yeah. I mean, he's really good at congratulating himself for what players have done on the field. Very true. Yeah, Malcolm Butler's yeah. play was definitely his uh, his catch. Yeah, his interception. Yeah. 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 He did. A, he made a great play. Yeah. 
<laughs> uh, Colin in the comment section, even worse than the lack of a talented mindset with the incoming coaching staff is a lack or organization and direction. Left hand has no idea what the right is doing exactly. Bill's problem of blindly trusting his old buddies is getting worse, not better. 100%. Zoe is pretty convinced it's too late to get Billy O'Brien here. Yeah, I mean, this I think is, so too. You, it's got to be kind of settled now. I mean, those guys, you're Alabama, you're recruiting. <laughs> uh, you're, you're, you're installing. You are two, three weeks away from non-traditional spring season where you're running practice and getting stuff going. Mm-hmm. And this year they get to be in pads uh, for, for that. So they could be too late. Now, at the end of the day, a lot will come down to talent. But uh, I worry about, you know, Bill's great. He can't do everything. He can't be offensive, defense, and special teams coordinators. There's a reason those yeah. jobs exist. Right. Um, he can't be assisting. He can't have his back. Bill's great because think about how many things. The Malcolm Butler whole thing. That all started. Bill, we should take a timeout. Like, we have timeouts. They're probably going to score from the two-yard line. We want time. And he's just looking across the field, seeing, no, they look they look kind of confused over there. I don't know. I'm not going to let Pete off the hook. I don't like it. No. Let it run. Nope. I know. I, got, I know I got a timeout. If Bill has to, like, all of a sudden be, like, going over and talking with the offense. That's not ins- ideal. Instead of paying attention to the game. And guess what? Then when the offense is on the field, he's going to be talking with the defense. Yeah. It's not ideal. There's no clear-cut roles there. They're not going to have an OC this year. They're not going to. So if. If Matt Patricia, I think Zoe said this. If if Matt Patricia has the the play sheet in front of his face, calling plays, how do you feel about the offense this year? Because I say not great, not good at all, quite frankly. I mean, he started. I think Bill's logic. I believe he started as an O line like assistant. So I think his logic yeah. is that like he knows the system, but calling plays, but calling the plays. Yeah, I still love that. Uh, I, I honestly, I think maybe he, because he's a good, def- he is a good, I don't think he's great. I think he's good. I don't necessarily like the way he wants to play defense, but I think he's, he's good as a defensive coordinator. I think if he was some sort of offensive assistant where he's there and he's helping with, you know, hey, I know defense. Let me look and see what the defense is doing. And then that can inform how we call offense. I get that. You know, offensive coordinators have to honestly have an understanding of defense because you're calling plays and you're trying to see, read the coverage. You know, you're trying to basically be a quarterback there too. Yeah. Um. So I, if he was like an assistant, but calling, play calling, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't like. It. I don't like that. That and for for all the gripe we gave McDaniel's about stuff, he was a good play caller, right? You know. <laughs> Questionable, I, I, but I'll say this. For all my gripe with McDaniels, I would absolutely take him over Matt Patricia or Joe Judge any day of the freaking week. Yeah, you better believe that. Yeah. Colin says the same thing. Patricia as offensive coordinator slash pay, claw, play, blah, 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 play caller, not pay clawler, uh, pay clawler. Clawler. Gotta get one of those a show, so we're good. It's terrifying. If he was somewhere on D, I'm not too worried. Regardless, the guy is an insufferable D-bag. Colin I'm not does not gonna, like Matt Patricia. Not going to disagree with that one. Um, so, 
any other Patriots concerns? Let me tell you this. Christian? If you take credit for Malcolm Butler's interception, you just lose all credibility. That's just that's it. You're done. You do, especially when you're Matt Patricia. Yeah. Who? Who? Remember, remember who, that shape? Time, remember that shape on... we were talking about Paul Pierce turning into? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Jesus. And, and and you were on a team that had barely won any games, head coach, and then you took credit for Malcolm Butler's interception. Well, what are we doing? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, not good. Um, any other uh, Patriots concerns, Christian, or is that it for this week? Uh, I want to see uh, where we move forward, but that's really it. I mean, it's just really the, from from the top on down the coaching staff, like. I think they'll figure something out on the field. They'll get some players somehow in free agency. Some guy we've never heard of that that'll play pretty good. So I'm not too worried about that side of it. Or the drafting seems like it's kind of improved. But now you're losing Ziegler. You're losing McDaniels. You're losing uh, who am I forgetting? The old line coach. I don't, I don't remember his name. The wide receivers coach. Too. Wide receivers coach. And now you're going to fill him with Matt Patricia and Joe Judge. I, I don't feel great about where they're at right now. So we'll see. I mean, it's going to come up fast. I mean, let's not forget. It's almost March here. They have to get go- things going on their end in the offseason. So they can't just sit around and wait. Yeah. So that's really where the concerns kind of start and end right now. And then we'll worry about the talent issue later because I think they can fill some of those needs in free agency. Yeah. Um, more smoke this week in the Tom Brady not retired fire. Uh, Steve Young believes that Brady is retired from the Patriots. Brady is retired from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He would not retire if he were a member of the San Francisco 49ers. Mike Giardi reported that as well today. It it, it, it seems like it's just like it's going to be a foregone conclusion when it eventually happens that he decides to come back and the, the Bucs just have to trade him to San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, have you, we put it, I put it last week at 20%. Uh, I think you wanted to put it at 12. You're a nice one and eight. Um, have we moved the needle on the Tom Brady, uh, will c- come back, return, play, unretire, any of that in 2021 or sorry, 2022. Yeah, I think there's some movement, but I don't think it'll be for the bucks. I'll say that you want me to per- put a percent on it. Uh, let me go random 19%. 19%. So you're close. You're very close. Very close. Um, speaking of close, uh, you know, we had this whole debate last week over, talk about one point. Uh, our Super Bowl picks and our two bones of contention. Who did Cooper Cup thank first? And does Bud Light, do you get to use the all-encompassing Bud Light? I forgot this was even a thing. Why'd you have to bring this back up now? Because we got to settle it. The listeners want to know. Super Bowl was old news now. Who cares? But let's hear it. I want to hear it now. Uh, well, I'd say for the drink thing. Uh, the drink thing, yep. The drink thing. You know, our question was which Anheuser-Busch product will get shown first? Yep. And I think Bud Light. As you put, has to be Bud Light. It's got to be dilly dilly. We're just showing Bud Lights. And so I think that question, both of us get wrong. No point. Who did Cooper Cup thank first? He doesn't really thank anybody. But if he did, the first time he says, I'm thankful, he talks about the guys. 
and the team. So, Christian, I give you your point. And thus, we tie. <laughs> <laughs> That's very respectful of you. Wow. So now, instead of someone winning, uh, much like a regular season NFL game, we're just going to call it a tie and move on to next year. I like it. <laughs> yeah. I like it. Yeah. It's a wash. Although, maybe you know, maybe I'll, I'll dig up like, wait a minute. We have to audit these books. So a point got lost somewhere uh, back in the middle of the season. No, I'm not going to do I'll that. I'll tell you what. Bud Light is closer to Bud Light, no carb crap, whatever that is, than Bud Light Seltzer is to Bud Light. So I don't know about that. Uh, yeah. You want to uh, give me like 0.5 and you get 0.25? I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you will take it. Um, <laughs> here we go. A Twitch suggestion. Madden tiebreaker. Let's go. I don't oh. think... I don't think I've ever played you in Madden. That actually would be a fun. That would be a live stream. <laughs> live stream, the two of us playing Madden, waiting for the eventual. Are you? Are you a laid back? Or would you sit back, or would you do? No. You eventually sit forward. I'm, I'm in the seat. TV. I'm in the TV. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I I sit right on the edge, <laughs> glued in, locked on. Uh, so maybe, maybe that's something we could do. I do think though, because it's like the you know I I found myself yesterday. First Sunday without football since August. Going like, man, no picks. Nothing to do. Um, I think, you know, obviously it's too late to scramble for something. No, we're going to do our top five favorite foods with cheese on it. You say that, and now the comment section is going to explode. I know, uh, yeah. Now they're going to be like, pizza. <laughs> Potatoes. <laughs> here they come. Ready? Ready? Yeah. Here come the food things. Everybody's favorite cheese foods. Queso on anything. Um, ooh, the little Baybell. You know the little Baybell? The little those cheese, are pretty good, cheese in the wax? Solid like four or five, six grams of protein in those. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, your protein. What yeah. was it? The uh, the Natty Lights with the, Natty with Light, the protein? Natty strawberry lemonade. They have like 0.5 <laughs> grams of protein in it. If you drink 43 of them, you get enough protein for a day. Now, I'll take 20 grams of protein for 40 beers. <laughs> Uh, but I think Christian, we should find something sports related, like a sports line, you know, something. And it it could be obscure, you know. Uh, I'm picking the Bemidji State versus you know Yukon uh, something, uh, and we'll we'll lay them out and we'll just track, have a little fun with it. What do you say? Yeah, why not? Let's do it. All right. So next week we'll we'll have a pick segment next week. Uh, while while we await the start of the. Uh, NFL season. Uh, Colin also says that's MLB lockout season material. Yes, yes, because that yeah. that is a coming on the horizon. Here you go, Twitch, Twitch, uh, Vincenzo, cheese it just came out with their own cheese balls. Pretty good, pretty pretty good. I have never been a cheese ball guy. I don't know. Um, yeah, like, the, really like the puff, like the puff stuff. I don't, I don't know. I, I ate them when I was a it. kid. I don't really eat them anymore. Yeah. So, unfortunately, but I did love Cheez-Its. Every now and again, oh, yeah. somebody... White cheddar, though. You got to go white cheddar. Mm -hmm. uh, no. Originals. Yeah. Original. The OG. Yeah, I knew you'd say that. You probably ate cheese nips, too. No, I didn't. No. <laughs> I think you're, I was, I was a, you're a nipper. Bear, though. I you're, was a ni a... <laughs> you're a nipper. <laughs> I, I'm i not going to respond to that, but I, I, uh, I was a lunchable guy, that's for sure. <laughs> Lunchables. I had. I would have lunchables. The oh, I, mean, I think we've we've come we, again. This is a food thing. 
I never had Dunkaroos as a kid. How sad is that? Yeah, sad. And you've never had McDonald's. I've had McDonald's. Right? I've never had a McDonald's cheeseburger. Yeah, you, you're weird. <laughs> That's what actually Colin says that McDonald's burgers and Madden. There we go. There you go. Yeah, yeah. it's covered everything. Covered everything. We could get Oldoza around. He can referee. Actually, instead of it's McDonald's cheeseburgers and me and you one on one in the playground. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, but but first we, one to first one to drop loses. No, but the 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 kicker is you have to use the burgers as gloves. <laughs> you got to tape them up around your hand. Oh, goodness, burger. That's that'll be the new one. Oh, he's got burger hands. Yeah. <laughs> uh Anyways, moving on. Uh, is this a sports show? It is a sports show. All right. Uh, Christian, the news today, the XFL and The Rock uh, have reached an agreement with the NFL. Their season will they'll begin again. Like LeBron coming back to Cleveland. The XFL's coming back uh, in 2023. And they are going to play test rule changes and game things and everything for the NFL. Um, your thoughts on... Uh, what that all means and if it's a good thing. Uh, I don't mind it. Um, why not? I mean, there's no real reason not to. Uh, I think this makes more sense of why The Rock was at the Super Bowl randomly after we already had introductions. Yeah. Uh, but to flex I, his like, yeah. with like waist wide biceps, twenty yeah. four inch pythons. <laughs> uh, I uh, I think it's a good thing. I I don't mind them testing things out testing the water so to speak um i don't really know why you would hate this i guess because you hate everything i don't i don't know if that that's just a general you not you personally um so i i don't mind it i i really don't especially if they're like if they implement whatever equipment changes or you know new helmets new stuff like that i think that's that's like kind of a good process to use especially when the xfl at least prior knowledge is like they didn't really care about <laughs> it was more of a violent sport than the NFL now is these yeah. days. So I don't I don't mind it at all, to be honest. I think it's I feel two ways about it. I think it's cool. I think it's good. I at least that they're gonna be play testing some of this stuff. I mean, all these all these things we all dream up about, like what if you do this instead of a kickoff, or what if you have this instead of an extra point, or you know, maybe you do, you know, instead of overtime, you do it yeah. this way. Uh, all that stuff is going to get played. But here's what's going to happen, right? All these things are going to happen. They're going to implement a whole bunch of things one year, and then the next year, and the next, and then like after like three years, the NFL will be like, we're going to, we've now analyzed, we're going to come up with some report of all these changes, and 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 we'll we'll discuss how they could potentially be applied to the NFL. Uh, and then that report will come out like a year from then, and then findings on the report on the report will come out a year after that, and then the NFL will finally have something which says like, here's all these proposals. This is what we can do. This is how we're going to change the NFL. We're going to make these rule changes. It would be great for the game. We've we've demonstrated it. It works at this level. We've play tested it. People want it. Players want it. And the NFL is going to take it and they're going to poop all over it and they're going to shred it. They're going to burn it and they're going to throw it in the river. That's what's going to happen. That was a lot. That was a lot. Uh, to be honest with you, I got... This is going to happen. I, the is going to want it. No. I'll be honest. The only thing I got out of what you just said was poop on it, throw, burn it, and throw it in the river. No, you shred it. You poop on it, shred you shred it. it. Okay. And throw it in the river. So you poop on it and then shred it? I guess you could re- you could poop on it at any time before you burn it. Or... <laughs> I don't know, throw it in the river. 
I was going to say, why are you That's putting more... in the shredder? <laughs> <laughs> Not good. You're going to break your shredder. You're going to have to get a new shredder after that. Depends on what kind of diet you're on. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, uh, I don't know. McDonald's and cheese—it's probably not a good. <laughs> it does not. <laughs> can't shred on. Yeah, you can't shred on that. No, no <laughs> shot. Oh, that's an all-timer. Fantastic. But yeah, I mean, do you have? I don't have any faith that the XFL would. Hey, this like new overtime format is—it's really good. Or like, hey. You don't kick extra points. You like have to go for one, two, or three from a yard line, any of those sorts yeah. of gimmicks. Like this really works, or the way they did the kickoffs prior. You don't line everybody up a hundred yards away and have them run at each other. You know, right. you have the kicker back there, and and he kicks it away, and everybody's kind of close. I think the if the if, if the, the NFL, NFL won't geez. adopt any of it. Yeah, if the NFL actually tries to use it, then yeah, I think it'd be. I I think it could actually make. I guess positive changes to the NFL game, but I don't have faith that they will. I mean, of course, uh, just just judging by you know how many things go, you know, they that get poo pooed already from coaches or owners or whatever. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I don't really have a lot of faith that they're actually going to utilize any of that stuff. Yeah, I mean, player, player players want to like, hey, can we like, we don't want to like get fined for like wearing like a sign under my jersey, like, I lift my shirt and it says, like, I love you, Mom, like, you're fighting cancer, I love you. Yeah. And the NFL's answer was like, we'll give you one game to do that. Pretty much. Yeah. Cool. Uh, we want to, like, figure out a way to, like, how can we better address social issues and all this stuff? We'll write, end racism in the end zone. Right. This is, that's what you're dealing with. Uh, Colin in the comment section. And then in 2047, 10 days after Dan Snyder's passing, the NFL will release its findings on its investigation on hostile slash inappropriate work environments in its offices. Exactly. Right? Pretty much. That's that's what we're dealing with. So you're right. I mean, we both think the same thing. Opportunity for change and to do something positive. Will the NFL make the most of it? No. Have they ever? No. No. <laughs> so... Uh, let's close here with uh, a thought here on on the Boston Bruins, uh, who have won back-to-back games for the first time this month. Uh, Tuka Rask, gone. Swayman is back in the fold. I think 26, 27 saves here today. 2-1 win, uh, yeah. I think, over Colorado. Best uh, team in the NHL. So um, they're trying to get back on, on the right track. Uh, your feelings about where the Bruins are and uh, – I'll check here while you're looking. There can't be too many more games left on the schedule now since we're on a uh, a much more normal uh, yearly schedule now in a not-COVID year, athletically. Yeah. Yeah, t- I mean, tough stretch without your best player, Brad Marchand, for six games here. Uh, I think he's got – I want to say it's one more after today um, that he he's going to be on the shelf with that suspension. But all in all, they were on the road. Uh, a couple bad losses. You don't like the Islanders lost four to one. You kind of get blown out and they, they're not very good this year. They're not the team they were the last few years. Um, and you get one point against the Rangers in a game that you probably should have won. You give a goal late to them. So you don't love the taste coming out of there, but, uh, Ottawa, you beat twice on, on, on that trip. And, uh, all in all, I want to say now you're three and three. Uh, actually, he might have served his last game today. So I think they're three and three without Marshan, but they got seven out of twelve points. So 
you don't hate that, uh, especially coming off the road. And then today, I mean, look, they they look great today. I, it's like two teams sometimes with this team. I don't know. Hopefully, they this is one of those teams that just gets in the playoffs. And you know, who knows? It's the NHL. Any team can freaking win the thing. We we've seen this in years past. Yeah. Um, but the way they played today against one of the NHL's best teams in Colorado, clearly talent talent differential. You see the how close it is when these guys play up to their to their level, and they're not turning the puck over, and they're and and guys like Pasternak and Hall are making a difference, uh, and also the goaltender's playing pretty well. Swayman looks like he wants that that number one spot right now. I think yes. Olmark has been okay. Uh, Swayman's the guy. I just think he is just when he's on, he looked great today. I he, he's comfortable in there, and I think. It's tough for Rast to see him go down the way he did, but at the end of the day, I think it's good for the kid to play because I think Swayman is now – he's the guy. Olmark is here for $5 million, which I don't love. Um, But all in all, I, I want Swayman to be the guy, and I think he, he has some issues still, but he's 22. He's still a young kid, but he's pretty good when he's on. And I, I, I would much rather have him in there, especially for a stretch run, than a – 50% Tuka Rask and Allmark. So absolutely. If he's the guy and he's playing up to his level, I think they have a chance any given night. I was concerned about what it would do to him mentally to have been here. And yeah, I mean, I think maybe the expectations were going to be a little, you know, were a little higher for what he would do, you know, as the starter or being, being in the mix at the beginning of the year. Um, was starting to kind of hit a bit of a groove. Oh, back to Providence. Cause we're bringing Tuka back. Were you going to ruin the kid? And it was going to take like a year. Like you got to like bring him back and ramp him up for an off season. I don't think that's going to be the case, um, which is whew, a relief. Um, so that is good. Um, right now in the standings, I mean, you're ten points up on Detroit to be in the playoffs. You're the second, which is comfortable in yeah. the NHL. Yeah, that you're, should be enough. You're the second wild card team right now. I mean, thirty games. Because they're playing 80, not 82 this year, or are they playing 82? I think it's 82. It's yeah. 82, so 32, 30, 32 games, either way, yeah. uh, left. Uh, so barring some sort of catastrophic collapse, which if you're beating Colorado 2-1, <laughs> I, I think you should be able to avoid that. Uh, you're going to make the playoffs. Um, in a way, Christian, <laughs> would you rather them be a wild card team or sneak up and have to play out of the division? I, I'm not sure it's going to matter all that much. Um, they're not a terrible road team as is, so if they're a wild card team, I don't mind that, especially when they're going to get a good team. But I think that's why I think the NHL is just it's it's one of the best, you know, just overall. Just because oh, yeah. once you get in the playoffs, anything can happen. You get into a seven game series; it doesn't matter home road. Um, so I don't really mind where they're at. I think they're. They should if they don't make the playoffs at this point. I think that's just a colossal collapse. Um, but I think you're 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 trying to improve at the deadline in some way, shape, or form, and then see what you have, and maybe you jump a couple spots. But I don't think it's going to be hard to catch you know a top team now at this point. You're already too far into it. But yeah. ten points up on Detroit, you're in the playoffs. You should not be out of the playoffs come come end of season. Yeah, uh, if they didn't make the playoffs. Bruce Cassidy's job in trouble? Uh, Yes, I would say so. Yeah. So everyone should be motivated. They're going to have a tough road trip now, though. Six games here coming up on the road out West Coast. So 
they got to get at least a number of points there. You know, yeah. six, you know, call it 12 points. What do you have to get? Eight, maybe? Something like that. I mean, a couple of those teams are not great. The Kraken are not great. Um, and then the rest of them are decent, not great. So Vegas, with the exception of Vegas, I think, you know, you should be able to get at least seven, eight, nine points out of that. Yeah, Seattle's not having the expansion year that uh, that Vegas did. <laughs> they will not yeah, be going to the Stanley Cup final. Uh, I do not intend, uh, indeed, to see them going to anywhere. They do have the coolest logo, though. Yeah, it's pretty. It's yeah, it's pretty nice. And I think Seattle deserves a team. Why not? So why not? But uh, they're not very good. Seattle deserves everything. They deserve a basketball team too. We went over this last week. Agreed. Yeah, agreed. Um, bring back good all sports the, town. All the Tacoma. It is a great. It's a great Seattle. Is an awesome city. I we got very lucky when I was out there. Like two straight days, no rain. <laughs> Pretty good in September, late September. It was remarkable. It was actually it was piping hot. Or just your like, lottery ticket after that one. I, I should have. Well, it, it the the luck turned around because the next day we had to like buy four new tires for our car. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. Uh, the air, the place we were gonna stay wasn't good. Like it, yeah. It it swayed the other way. Oh, you want sunshine while you're in Seattle? Well, guess what? Eight other things are gonna go against yeah, you yeah. Uh, on the other side of this trip. Uh, but uh, Monday, March twenty-first. So uh, we hypothetically uh, should be live uh, that evening. That is the NHL trade deadline. So we'll be able to give you a primer for that uh, the week before on March fourteenth, which is like that's two weeks away. I know it's insane. What? Excuse me? Excuse me? Um, but yeah, that is around the corner, and then down the stretch we come. Uh, last note. On that note, uh, did you see the news today uh, in the uh, horse racing world, Christian? No, I did not. Uh, so Medina Spirit, who had won the Kentucky Derby uh, and then was disqualified, uh, officially stripped today of that victory. Uh, the trainer uh, for Medina Spirit, like ban, lifetime ban, I think, uh, oh, okay. uh, for – Let's see, da, 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 da. Trainer suspended, how long? Oh, 90 days? What? I thought I heard it was like, pfft. okay, then that's a joke. Never mind. Maybe that should go on the knot. Hey, you dope the horse. You dupe people out of money. The horse now died. The horse died in December. Yeah. Uh, 90 days. 90 days. That's probably in time for the Derby. <laughs> Uh, how do you not ban that guy for life? Get out of here. Who would want to at least give him like a couple of years off? Like, what are we doing? 90 days. Let me see. Hold on. When is the, <laughs> does he even get suspended for any race? That's what Kentucky I'm Derby is May 7th. Uh, let's see days till May 7th, 75 days. So that, he's going to miss Kentucky Derby. Going to miss the Kentucky. So Derby. does he miss the triple crown though? That's the question. Let's see. One's before the Kentucky Derby. Or is that the final? Might be the final. I don't know. Uh, no, because the Preakness is two weeks later. So he's um, not making that one. Uh, on the 21st. He's not no, going to make he, that not, one. Not going to make that one. Let's see. Da, 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 da. Kentucky Derby. The Oaks is the sixth. So... Um, See Churchill down. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he, he's going to miss all of them. All right. Well, I guess that makes sense then. Yeah. 
I still think it should be like a couple of years, but hey, what do I know? I'm not in the know with the horse racing game, but <laughs> I like from what I do know. There's this this thing for the triple crown. You scroll back and it talks about <laughs> it has like each winner from the past year. The crowds are back, and so are trainer Bob Beffer and jockey John R. Velasquez. Medina Spirit wins this year. Yikes. <laughs> That's a that's an that's a, that's an L. Yeah, that's an L. Freeze, freezing cold takes. Uh, so anyway, just wanted to work. That was a tidbit of news. Uh, wanted to work in at the end because that's a big deal. Unfortunately, nobody gets their money back. <laughs> well, that's unfortunate, but hey. Because not only did they vacate, you know, Medina Spirit, they said, "Oh, whoever was second, you're now first. But ninety but, days. But you don't get your money. Ninety days. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Go away. Forget about it." Yeah, that's nothing. There's nothing. So, I would anywho's. suspect if he does anything like that again, he will be banned for life. So, 180 days. Yeah. Repeat Double offen- it. Repeat offender. Yeah. Repeat you know? offender. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to wait for our, you know, the video we get from you know the horse racing authorities to describe. That guy and would probably it, definitely it, have a very British accent. Really. If it's anything like Gary Bettman, that 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 guy will then uh, appeal the suspension, and then after 178 days, here comes Gary Bettman, aka whoever the horse, horse guy is, and then uh, your appeal has been denied. Whoever the Gary Bettman is of yeah. horse racing. Yep, I, I, I'm sorry. I just uh, I'm not I'm not that much in the know of the horse racing game. Yeah. Anywho, that is going to do it for the show here tonight. Um, thank you for joining and uh, watching and listening along with us. Uh, if you missed any of the show, you can go back and watch on any of the live stream platforms. Or if you're a podcast listener, thank you for finding us on Sounder FM or wherever you get your podcast from. You can always email the show at any time, the360sportshow at gmail.com if you want to reach us. And I will peruse the mailbag. Nothing this week. Uh, I will give, though, a little bit of a pump here, though. Uh, for our social media people, go on and give us a follow on TikTok. We're trying to gain that following there because we could go there live as well if we can get enough followers on the TikTok page. So, you're on TikTok. We've got some pretty good stuff over there, too. There's there's premium content. Premium content. So, we want to get the TikTok crowd Anywho, for Christian Lauber, I'm Andrew Pazelli. That'll do it, everybody. Have a good night. See you later.